Somebody recently asked me, "How do I know that I am a living Tao for myself and others, going along the martial arts journey? And what proof do I have to back up my claim?" I was going to answer that I just know the way a tiger knows that it is a tiger, but the person wanted me to point out the stripes on my fur, and that for a moment had me stumped. So I decided to ask him what the term "living Tao" meant for him in his mind, as a first impression upon hearing it. And as expected for him, it was a crazy mix of Taoist priests wearing yellow robes doing magic, Lao Tzu riding his oxen, and that often misused quote, "The Tao that cannot be na- that can be named is not the Tao." And above all, I had to look like an ancient Chinese hermit with a long white beard, because because I didn't tick any of the boxes, I failed to measure up to his standards. And so, I walked away. To be a living Tao isn't a grandiose title; it is more of a job description that once you become it. There are no off days, and it simply means that when a person is lost in their way, you help them to get unlost so that they can find their way again. That's it. I am in effect a signpost. The living part just refers to the obvious fact that I am alive, and the Tao part refers to the path. A part of me wants to be nice and loving and say anybody can do it. But the fact is, in order to do it, one signs a spiritual contract with the heavens, that is binding, and a person ends up just doing it as if it's the most natural thing in the world for them to do. When it comes to the martial art side of things, where most people get lost is when they fall down into the pit of conflict. I watch and observe the potential combatants, and wait for the sign that tells me at least one of them has lost their towel. Usually, that sign is something like a thought or emotion or body gesture that says, "How did I end up here?" or "I thought I got into this for this reason and not that." To give an example. Just the other day, a friend of mine, who is a year one medical student, told another student who was a year two student that he was learning to become a physiotherapist. Almost immediately, the other student started asking him if he know if he knew all the medical names for all the bones in the body, and on and on. My friend was lost. Now the second year student was obviously proud of his knowledge. But the grilling went on for fifteen minutes. The situation was heading for the kind of disaster that would be very bad for their friendship. And so, doing my thing, I went up to them both and said, "Wow! And here you are. You wanted to learn how to massage and stuff so you could help heal people because you care about people, and it suddenly got all complicated." My friend looked at me as I smiled at him, but you know what? The other guy got the hint, 
and stopped hounding on about the medical names of bones and started talking about what really mattered, helping people through the healing arts. Later in the day, my friend came quietly to me and thanked me for my help. The two of them are still friends and I did my job as a living towel. And that is the more exciting stuff. Usually by a massive margin, it is just literally helping people who are lost and confused with directions and pointing out where they need to go. For these moments, it takes a lot of thick skin to do it day in and day out. I don't know how many times I've noticed how people's egos get in the way. You tell them to just go straight because what they want is right in front of them and they ignore all directions and head off somewhere else.